Hello, friends. Welcome back to Into the River. This is part two of Land of Confusion. It won't be very long. I have a podcast in about 30 minutes that I'm doing with some friends. So I just want to jump on here and discuss um, concerning the community. If you listen to part one, it's about the Tory Says community. This episode right here is dedicated solely to the work that we were doing, or as I like to say, the appearance of work. So one thing that can't be argued that is used a lot, or can it be argued, is that this community is doing all these amazing things. One thing that you'll hear from Tori all the time is you're the only ones doing stuff. Um, everyone else who does stuff is either stealing it from you or taking credit from something that you're doing. Essentially, there's this idea put out in the community that community that's very competitive, saying that all of the work and things done in our country are pretty much coming from her or us, which by proxy ends up um, going back to her. There's also a very strong narrative uh, that got started months ago. That's always been a little strange to me as far as red flags that I ignored of say her name. So one thing you'll see a lot in her community is the use of the hashtag say her name. And on one hand, I understand this because A lot of people won't acknowledge her specifically because they may have an issue with her as a person, or maybe there's a personal thing between them, like mostly other influencers or certain conservative media outlets that she's had an issue with for not mentioning her. So a lot of people are constantly saying, say her name, say her name. Um, We were recently in a chat of that she was on a panel with a couple other guys on their YouTube channel and they had her on as a guest, which should normally be a beautiful thing, but they're talking, they're giving her a platform. She's sharing one of her documentaries. And I don't remember what the guy said, but he might've questioned something or not known something she was talking about or disagreed or whatever. He was being very respectful, but the comments in the comment section of our community was very, very nasty. It was a lot of say her name. Uh, you don't know shit. You don't know what you're talking about. And like just repeating all these parrot words that have come from her that I don't know. I was just really embarrassed and disturbed by the fact that it's like, you can't take us anywhere. Like our community was just so nasty and mean to the point where this gentleman's admins were literally fighting with people in the community, not even hearing what Tori was talking about, or this man was talking about Because all they know is they got thousands of people from her community coming in their chat, just being super mean and rude. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. But it just it's one of those things that talks goes to show that there is a culture of nastiness in this community. And it's it's wherever you go. Um, Oftentimes, Tori will send people over to Truth Social Uh, nudge them in that direction or straight up say, go tell them what's up, whether it be other influences or just anonymous accounts. And she will get them to rush over there and start defending her honor. Um, Whatever it's, there's a lot of gossip, a lot of um, 
just toxic bullshit. So I wanted to address some of these trends, including the work that we're doing, which is the most important argument that anyone's going to make when it comes to Tori is they're going to be like, well, we're doing all these things because she says it all the time. So therefore it must be true. And on one hand, yes, things are getting done. Um, A lot of people are learning how to write letters, how to do certain things within this community. I wouldn't say a lot of the education comes directly from her. Most of it comes from really smart people in the community who share their ideas. I know for me personally, I would work on writing my own complaints and stuff. And I would reach out to friends who I trusted, who had a good eye for legal stuff. And they would help me and show me like, you want to leave out the fluff. You want to leave out the emotion, get straight to the point. This is what these types of people want to see. You have a better chance of it being heard if it's structured this way. So I learned a lot of my skills from people in the community. A lot of people who were demonized or pushed out of the community. Occasionally, Tori will put out a call to action and it's typically a copy paste type situation. She'll write a letter and she'll send it out to the community and then everyone writes the letters and takes photos of their letters with stamps, which is beautiful. It it kind of builds a sense of morale and that we're doing things. It kind of gets the ball rolling as far as momentum for working hard. But as I started to look back at a lot of these things and take them apart, I'm struggling to find work that has accomplished something on a major level in the last couple of years. And I can't really. Not to say that people from states groups haven't filed things on their own in their communities, working with their friends that have made change because they absolutely have. But I'm trying to think of coming from Tory, what specifically as far as a call to action has made an impact and I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but I haven't really seen it happen. So there's been a lot of pushing towards filing FOIA requests and PRAs, public requests. Um, I forget what it's called. PRA, public, it's a California version of a FOIA request. So yes, we're asking for information. We're almost always told no. It doesn't mean you shouldn't file them. It's creating a record of receipt that you did ask and that they didn't do their job. So eventually it could be used in a lawsuit, but ultimately they're pretty much go nowhere type of requests. I'm not saying anyone shouldn't file. You should always file, but chances are it's a dead end. You're not going to get your request answered. She's also had us file grand uh, what is it called? The um, Government Accountability Agency is exactly what it's called. It's an agency intended to keep the government accountable. So it is a place that you can go to their website and you can file a complaint on any elected official in the country. And you basically say who they are. You provide documented evidence of what they could have done. And this organization of people will hopefully look into your complaint and see if there was a violation and they are there to kind of look out and be the watchdogs against the government. Um, Typically this agency gets like 1200 or so complaints per year. Not a lot of people knew about it or were utilizing it, but it's safe to say that those who were had a better chance of getting heard before we came along. So Quite a few months back, Tori does a show where she's like, we're going to file a GAO complaint, Government Accountability Agency complaint. So she gets everyone to basically file this complaint that she wrote. I think she wrote three. One was, I remember, against Pelosi, and there was a couple others. So 
She pre-writes this thing. She tells us no one's using this. Let's send these complaints. So what we do is all of us send the exact same complaint that she wrote. We copied, we pasted it, and we sent it. So next thing you know, they're getting flooded with complaints. This this place that only gets like, you know, 1,200 under 2,000 is all of a sudden getting well over that in one night. She's encouraging people to share screenshots of what number their complaint was because it tells you and the like evidence that they did it. So we're all sharing the screenshots unknowingly of what we're actually doing and she's reposting them. She's encouraging us. Well, then their site gets shut down and then we're all bragging. We set down, we shut down their site and she's bragging about this. I didn't think about it at the time, but I put it together later. I pay close attention to this organization because once I knew it was there, I started writing my own complaints uh, individually. And when I shared them with people, I would say, please write something in your own words. Please don't copy paste this. It's really important that we speak for ourselves, that we learn to uh, represent ourselves and find our own voices. So if you have a complaint, I was trying to help people know like this is how I would go about it, learning from my friends. As I'm doing this, I'm looking at their website and I realized that they put in a new rule the week that we flooded their system, that if they receive similar looking complaints, they throw them all out. They also put in different structures saying we don't have to look at these complaints, whereas before they did, now they were saying they're just essentially barricading themselves up to protect themselves from the public or from having to do their job. So when I look back on this specific call to action, what we actually did, regardless of intention, is gummed up their system and fortified an agency that was there to help us against us and not only us, uh, all people in the future who would want to use this. So that's one example that people have used many times is this is what we're doing, but what did we do? Because nothing ever came of the complaints we sent. They tracked it back to her. They figured out eventually that she told a bunch of people to do this. And then they don't take it seriously. This was done with notification letters to all kinds of people where we watched their board meetings where they were essentially being like, this is all copy paste. And sometimes people wouldn't even remove the city or the state. They would just say, add your state here. They would leave that in the letter. So how stupid do we look that we're literally sending this shit That's not her fault. But the fact that we're sending this stuff carelessly, thinking that doing it in numbers is helping um, while we're actually tipping them off to what we're doing and we're creating a system that is working against us because it's not well thought out. None of us know exactly why we're filing or what we are doing. We're basically getting dumbed down and allowing ourselves to be dumbed down to the point where we are just mindlessly following instructions and don't really understand how to explain what we're involved in. We're not sharpening our skills. We're not getting better. Um, Lawsuits is another one. We were told file writs of mandamus, pro se, pro se. She would always say, you don't need lawyers. Don't use lawyers. Well, in the cases that she files, she uses lawyers. But she heavily encouraged us not to use lawyers. At the time, I understand and believe that the power of that is that you don't need a lawyer because that's true, because we all can utilize the courts if we can't afford a lawyer, but wouldn't it have made more sense for our state groups to work together on some really well-formed 
lawsuits to have everyone have eyes on them to make sure that they couldn't be picked apart by a judge or a lawyer, and then to pool our money to get an attorney in our state to represent us, to look through it, to make sure that it's solid. That seems like it would give us a better shot at getting somewhere. But she pushes everyone to put out whatever lawsuit with very little direction other than do a writ of mandamus or use this amendment or whatever. It's always very vague and general without actual help whatsoever or structure to teach people. And then the people who come in who have a mind for these types of things will speak up and be like, oh, we shouldn't do that because I've been involved in these types of cases. That stuff gets thrown out. And those people were typically thrown out of her legal chats or her staterooms legal chats. So what would happen is every single time there was something that got done as far as a lawsuit or a writ of mandamus, it was usually done by one of one, two, or three a small minority of admins or people in charge who put it out quickly. It was poorly done. It had a lot of holes in it, or it was just way too many things in one lawsuit for the courts to actually take seriously. And they would push it out really quickly without asking anyone to like, maybe look at this, let's make it stronger. And the whole push was about getting their name out there first. And um, what that did was get a lot of people to feel like, oh, someone's doing something I don't have to. So overall, in this whole process of CTAs coming from Tory and this whole idea that because we send thousands of letters to people who will ignore them, write them off, or disqualify them because they're the same complaint, what we ended up doing was weakening our skills over time, creating a dependency on her, on whatever self-appointed or selected admins are in her chats that have deemed themselves the only ones worthy of doing work who don't want to share the process. And you get a lot of people that aren't growing, aren't learning, aren't sharpening. So in appearance, there is a very strong use the pen, the power of the pen. Uh, You don't need lawyers. The courts are yours. These are all beautiful things to say. The fruit of the tree again, which is going to be a theme throughout this series is quite the opposite. Aside from a couple states who have had lawsuits go to a certain point and have actually created change overall, you don't see in this whole community structure a lot of advancement in where we could be and should have been by now had there been some simple organization, some decent people put in place, um, the power-hungry people who were just putting out nonsensical bullshit It would have been so simple to mitigate that. There's a lot of ways to do that. One, by not allowing censorship, not allowing banning, um, not allowing power and control to go into the hands of the people she selects and appointed who have a history of dividing the community. There's so many things that could have changed very easily on like a business standpoint or a structural organizational standpoint that would have created so much change in this community by now. This is why so many other communities are further along than we are, even though the people within the community, because she repeats it over and over that we're better, essentially, or further along than everyone else, they actually believe it, but it's not true, which is part of the reason that people are not encouraged to listen to anyone other than her, because they might find out things that are going on and might want to jump ship and go be a part of something useful. Instead, all of her admins are very 
uh, finely tuned or trained or somehow all in sync across the entire nation to shun anyone doing anything or demonize any other groups uh, in our nation that are getting things done. So maybe that's a coincidence or maybe it's orchestrated. I'm at the point right now where I don't believe in coincidences. Um, I haven't shared my opinions about her yet. I'm going to save that till the end. I do want to give some time for some interviews and to have more of these discussions as things come out. There's a lot of things that I'm hesitant to say on my own um, that are extremely disturbing that I found out as of late that have only confirmed what I felt and knew in my heart to be true. Something I questioned from the beginning and over time ignored that question. And that question came back in the last couple of weeks. And since I started to ask the right question and stop ignoring the elephant in the room, I don't have any more confusion around any of this stuff. So it's just all very clear to me. It's super obvious to me. I had to zoom out. I had to see everything for what it was and for the results, not just for uh, the way I wanted to believe it was in my mind. So as far as work, it's pretty much I have to say all I have to say on that. For those in the community, I would just say when a call to action comes down from her, I'm still willing to do them. I, I get them from other friends and stuff. I don't follow her anymore, but I do get them. And I look at them because if there's something of value, I don't care who's putting it out. I want to be a part of it. I want to help if it helps. One thing I'm doing now, and I would recommend anyone do, is when a call to action comes out from her, uh, look at it, read it very thoroughly. Make sure that it represents you as a person. Zoom out again and ask yourself, if thousands of people send this or hundreds of people send this, where could it go right? Where could it go wrong? And look for flaws in it because I guarantee the people who are receiving these are going to do that. And anything that can be destroyed by the truth deserves to be destroyed by the truth. Even if it's not the outcome we want, they are going to find anything in there that they can discredit, that they can use against us. Also consider when you're doing these calls to action, uh, like the recent one is for a potential lawsuit on, I don't know, sometime in the next six months, we're essentially notifying all of the social media companies. Well, I'm not, but some people are notifying all the social media companies that there's a potential lawsuit class action coming for them. We did this again or before with something else that never came to fruition where we notified people. If you don't know if you're going to be a part of a class action or not one, um, maybe decide whether or not you're going to send that. Is it honest? Is it dishonest? Is it intimidating them for some reason because Tori told you to? Are you giving them a heads up that a lawsuit's coming down sometime later so they can already prepare themselves because now they have all the information ahead of time as opposed to being blindsided and having to deal with it in the real time moment? Are you tipping them off? Uh, the recent one, I didn't read it all yet, but it's something about asking them to preserve your data and your specific social media information. Um, are you giving over your data with these letters to a system? If they get these letters from everyone else and they kind of tie us all back to this community, are you a sitting duck now? 
Are you putting yourself on the map for something that could potentially lead you astray? That's all I'm saying. I'm very, very cautious at this point. I've seen too many things that I believed were well-intentioned that I no longer believe are go wrong and put people in a situation kind of like January 6th when Tori said you should go. And she later claimed she knew the setup that was going to take place. And she said she was only there to try to watch it and get info on it. And now she's making a documentary about it. Um, but she knew all of that along and didn't warn us. So the, some of us who weren't further along in our discernment at that point did go and were essentially putting ourselves in a dangerous situation, which I get it. Trump asked to, us to go. Uh, she asked us to go. But in hindsight, she's the one that said she knew that was going to happen. And she didn't tell her audience. So I just think that it's important not to blindly follow any kind of direction from someone, especially someone where it changes a lot, especially someone where there's some flaws in the argument, especially when you've seen some of these action potentially go wrong, like the GAO complaints or like filing quick shitty lawsuits without attorneys or good legal minds to help you look at them. There's a time and a place for that, but also why do you use attorneys and you're telling us not to? Someone in Arizona told me once they had a lawsuit going and they got to a certain point and they were like, what should we do now? And she said, just wait on it. And this was over a year ago and they never did anything with it since they never heard back from her. She literally told them to stop doing their lawsuit with no reason or explanation. So I know of many stories like this that I have a lot of red flags about. So I just want you guys to consider that when you're talking about the work that is done in this community, keep it in the back of your mind, do with it what you will. I'm just here to share all the information and blow the whistle because at the end of the day, I feel duped and I don't want anyone else to put themselves in a situation because they trusted someone that could potentially backfire boomerang. Not saying it's going to, but I'm not saying it's not going to. So this is part two. It was nice and short and sweet. I hope you guys are having a beautiful day and there's more to come.